Welcome to the Treble Podcast. I'm your host, David Gertler. Treble is a business networking platform that helps professionals manage, grow, and most importantly, leverage their network for new business and career opportunities. Our podcast highlights business professionals and their stories. Join us to hear how some amazing people navigated or created their own career path and share business insights with us. Hey, Nathan, thanks so much for making time today. Thank you, David. Thanks for inviting me. Cool. I want to start with the present, and then I'll go back in time. So tell me a little bit about what you're currently doing these days. Uh, sure. So I work as a product owner at a company called NextLogic. Uh, we have an accreditation management software solution, uh, and I, I like to see as my work helping the world out there be a little more safer for everyone. Uh, that's that's the big perspective goal of what we're going for. So we we mainly work with accrediting bodies in the healthcare industry and help them build enterprise software to manage their process from A to Z, um, including you know application acceptance from hospitals or labs scheduling, auditing, and maintaining all those records. So that's what I do currently. Oh, cool. So so when you were in high school and you were thinking about a career and all that, you said product ownership. That's where I want to be. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. Ever since I was like three, I always wanted to be a product. No, no. <laughs> high school, probably I was just focused on grades, which is not the best thing to do if, if I were to re redo that part of my life. But what yeah, but at some design? some point in my journey, there, right? yeah. Let me take sure. a pause. So, what would you, yeah. if you would go back to high school, uh, yeah. and not focus on grades, what would you focus on uh, differently? I mean, overall development, right? I mean, uh, I did take part in extracurricular activities and sports and all that, but I would want to do more of that, and you know, rather than just grades, I would I would have gone back and made more uh, meaningful connections. Uh, not that I haven't, but I would have done more of that. A little bit more. Um, but yeah. the grades helped you get where you are now. It did. It did. And um, doesn't mean the system is right, too. <laughs> but it did help me a lot. Yeah. So so high school time frame, you went to college, you studied mechanical engineering? That That is good. Yep. Right. What, uh, what was it about, about mechanical engineering that was so interesting to you? I think about... Uh, cars in general. I think I wanted to be part of the automotive industry in some way or the other. It uh, fascinated me at that point of time, um, the design of it, um, you know, uh, the, the progress the industry was making at that point of time. It was slowly switching to, uh, you know, more electronics than just... They were, they were going from cars. horse and buggy to gasoline. Is that what you're saying? No, they were in <laughs> they were in gasoline and still stays in gasoline for a long time. But there was a slight switch towards innovation. Uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, so that's that's mainly why I wanted to. And that point of time, it's just you know had to do something. So let's do this. <laughs> nice, nice. So you you studied mechanical engineering undergrad. Yes. What did you do right after you graduated? Uh, after I graduated, I joined this company called Tata Motors, um, and I was working on their Jaguar and Land Rover divisions. So I was um, they, my title was design engineer, but I would call myself more of a quality uh, person because we we kind of made sure all the designs were accurate uh, were there any structural improvements that could be made uh, or you know there were some overlapping issues in the existing design so when they build a car it's a it's a major effort like it takes about three to four years to design a car completely from scratch so i was part of the 
quality management aspect of it. Um, and I spent about two years there. That must have been sort of a, a dream job for you then right out of college to go into automotive, right? Um, yes. Is that how it progressed? Or did you suddenly say, hey, wasn't really interesting? What was what was your mindset as you were progressing through that career? Sure. Um, remember when I told you in high school, like I, I wished I spent more time in extracurricular? That is what I did in college um, <laughs> in, in my undergrad. Uh, so I wouldn't call myself an excellent mechanical engineer. Uh, I, I was I was good, but I wasn't that good, you know, like, um, and soon after taking up that job after two years, and I enjoyed the initial part of it. And I was like, you know, I want to do something different. I want to do something more than just be a, a part of the development of a car towards the later stage of development. And I, I feel like it wasn't that great at that point. I, I want to do something more. So after that, I decided, you know, masters would make more sense. And somewhere along the journey, the idea of entrepreneurship kind of entered my head and I wanted to explore that more. So, and you, as I, I know of you, you went to Carnegie Mellon. What was the decision between Carnegie and other schools? Um, there was no decision. I mean, I, I, I got the, the course and the college and I was like, yeah, this is, this is what I want because the engineering technology innovation management course had a good mix of product management and um, they also worked with early stages companies and uh, they talked a lot about entrepreneurship and all that. So it kind of intrigued me. I wanted to do that course. Um, and the main attraction for product management for me is, um, you know, it, it closely resembles how a CEO might think of an organization. So it's, for me, it's like a learning process of uh, how a CEO would think of a company if, if it comes down to that. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. So you went to the program, graduated, and then, you know, you said, hey, it's time to, to jump into something a little bit more entrepreneurial, something that you can own. Um, kind of, yes. So I started working with uh, startup companies initially. Mm -hmm. um, Treble is one of them. And I had, I think, a fantastic boss during the time I worked at Treble. Oh, who'd you work for? Uh, uh, a great guy. <laughs> oh, we we fired him years ago. <laughs> but I, I think I learned a lot uh, in my experience working in Treble. I also worked for a company called Readbotics. And in, in both these scenarios, it was just early stage products. And it's really exciting to work and kind of figure out the product market fit. Um, uh, you know what Treble is, but for uh, Readbotics, it's more of an IoT device. And they were trying to explore what they could do with this technology uh, of um, you know, controlling robots remotely from anywhere in the globe. Uh, to give you an example, one of the things that uh, I and um, the CEO of the company kind of worked with and wanted to figure out was um, advertising. Like, how could we use advertising, uh, this technology to enhance ad advertising? And one, one approach we came up was to work with Stanley Black and Decker. Um, they had these new drills or any equipment that they wanted their customers to test or wanted to explore. It could give them... Um, remote access to a equipment set up somewhere to operate that and see that. And that was an interesting application we are exploring. And I had a lot of fun working with really early stage ideas like that. Well, well um, you left there and then moved on to NextLogic or was there something in between? Yes. Okay. Um, so I worked for Realbotics and Treble uh, kind of at the same time. And then after that, left that to join NextLogic. Um, the opportunity actually came through Treble for me. Um, it was a connection of a connection who put me in touch with uh, 
Kirk Carson, who was the CEO of NextLogic at that point of time, um, got an interview. They like me. I like the office. I like the product. And then things just kicked off from there. All right. So and what aspects of your current position do you love most? Um, one, the growth I've had this in, in this company is, has been tremendous. I really enjoyed that part. Um, I would like to say it's all because of my hard work, but no, there's a lot of other players there. I got lucky in this position. Um, so I joined by just managing one of the customers and now I've grown to, I would say managing almost 65% of the company's revenue and things like that. So uh, when I say managing, I mean the product part of it. I make decisions that influence uh, that amount of revenue for the company. Um, I, I could grow to manage a team. I enjoy that part, working with my team to figure out all these requirements, uh, how to go the, grow the product and all that. And with NextLogic, what I like the most is that it is not really a startup, but still the company is open to explore new ideas and still trying to figure out a product market fit or where we fit exactly, where we can be of most value. So that conversation is still ongoing in NextLogic. And I feel like it's a really exciting space to be. Um, it could lead to anything and I can contribute a lot to that decision. Right. And then projecting yourself out into the future, let's say 10 years or so, or 20 years from now, right? Or when you're old like me, <clears throat> what do you think you'll be most proud of later in your career as you look back? So, so far I've, I've come here. Um, that's, that's a tricky question. Uh, I thought you were going for what you would be or what do you see yourself in 10 years? But <laughs> looking back at it is that I think I'll be proud of not giving up. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs in this journey. Mm -hmm. A lot of times where it felt kind of hopeless, um, a lot of risky decisions and investments that I've made. Uh, but I, I'm proud to say I've made that in myself. And I, I think I've been able to come so far because I somewhere I trusted myself, even though got beaten up multiple times, I somehow got up again, thanks to not just my hard uh, work or things like that, but thanks to a lot of people who've been around me, um, my wife, my parents, and David, honestly, even you, you've, you've been a helping hand many times in my journey, which, you know, I appreciate. Too kind, too kind. Um, what advice would you have for other people who are in career transitions? They're trying to, it sounds like you have, to a large extent, figured out what you really enjoy and you're pursuing that actively. What advice do you have for people that are struggling, that are saying, I'm not really happy with what I'm currently doing? You know, what has been your insight in, in yourself? Um, sure. Um... One, it's never going to be not scary to make a career switch. I mean, if you're thinking about a career switch in one way or another, you're comfortable at where you are uh, and that doesn't make you happy. And I totally understand that. And I've felt that many times as well. Um, so at some point you just have to make a decision whether you want to be just making some money or you want to be more happy doing what you want. And I think over the long run, you would want to be making money doing the things that make you happy. Uh, so yeah, it's never gonna be not scary. It is going to be scary, but uh, you just have to take the leap of faith and see how it goes. Um, sometimes it, it may go south and that, that does happen, but you need to have the um, self-confidence, I guess, to uh, be able to make it back up. 
And then since you raised it, I'll, I'll, I'll conclude with this. Where do you self, where do you see yourself in the 10 or 20 years? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's going to be the beauty of it. I, I don't believe in planning everything out. Um, I, I, I want to, uh, I, I use an agile methodology of software development. I, I take lean approach to developing products. And I would like to take, take a similar approach in, in my life as well, to be able to observe and pivot as necessary. So, so you see your career as um, one sprint after the next? In, in some ways, yes. But the general goal, yeah, like, like, like a product, we do still need to have a vision. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and that doesn't change much even though how we get there changes. The vision is still, I, I really want to uh, be, be a creator of something. Like I, I want to create something from scratch. I want to own a business from scratch and contribute in a more meaningful way to the world. Awesome. Nithin, I wish you continued success on your amazing journey. It's been a great honor and pleasure for me to get to interact with you and know you over the, the last few years. Thank you so much for making time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. It's been a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Treble Podcast. If you're inspired by this story, want to network more effectively, and unlock new business and career opportunities, download Treble from the App Store today. You'll need to search for Treble Network, all one word. We're offering an exclusive deal for our podcast listeners to get a free premium membership with the promo code TreblePod. Again, use the code TreblePod to get a free premium membership on Treble today.